Welcome to the Words of a Warrior podcast. I'm Candy Wheeler, your host and founder of Warrior Women Retreats, internationally recognized conscious business coach, motivational speaker, and author, but most importantly, human, on a journey just like you are. And together, we'll explore insights, tools, and practices to help you recognize your worth, see your potential, and bet on yourself so you can uplevel your life, leadership, and business. Each week, I will bring you profound wisdom, words of encouragement, and real stories of fierce resilience from inspiring creatives, artists, activists, and entrepreneurs. Trade in fear, worry, and self-doubt for deep healing, sacred remembrance, and divine inspiration to follow your excitement and connect with your true purpose. Grab your journal and get ready to take your power back. Welcome back, everyone. Man, I am so excited to be here with today's guest, Natasha, because this woman, I was just explaining to her how what she does for for people is so unique, and it's also just incredibly courageous, Natasha, the the work that you're into. It's, It's not for everyone, I'll say that much, but I think it's also very, very special because there are things that all of us deal with when it comes to healing trauma and uh, being able to free ourselves and liberate ourselves from the things that we've gone through in our lives. And even if some of us, you know, some of us have experienced like really uh, deep trauma, like Natasha, your story is really powerful. And then even if you think you haven't gone through that much in life, like, no, I've been pretty good. You've created some stories and beliefs about yourself that have been holding you back from, you know, where you want to be in life. And I think the work that this woman does is so epic and so amazing. And I cannot wait to share her with you. So Natasha, how are you? Can you please share with everyone just a little bit about yourself? I'm so excited to have you on. Yes, thank you so much, Candy. Thank you. I, yeah, it's great to be here on this podcast. I feel honored and super humbled by that lovely introduction. <laughs> so I'm, I'm good. Um, I, yeah, my name is Natasha. Natasha, well, it's spelled really unique, I would say. I always yeah. say that because like people um, spell it differently <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what I do, I work with um, men and women around the world to guide them to release trauma from um, their body, but also their mind. But I f- focus first on working with the body because the body is truly like um, like windows, you know, like windows or doors to the house. So we work with the body first to release what is there um, and trauma is stored there in the body um, and then of course it um, it can affect how we think and experience life and assign meanings to the experiences um, that we have so that is what I do uh, it's focus on somatic but I bring in um, other modalities as well because I um, I'm training different modalities too so I like to bridge like the modern and the ancient together because I feel like 
it is more powerful and effective that way. I mean, from my own experience as well. <laughs> yeah. How amazing that people get to work with you. And I love that you brought up, you know, the body work, which if you're listening to this, you may or may not know this, but we store so much in our bodies, right? And there's a lot of talk, Natasha, I know you and I have talked about this before. There's a lot of talk about your mindset and, you know, just law of attractions, energetics, mm -hmm. right? There's a lot of that, but yet so many people don't know. So can we talk a little bit about this? Like we store trauma in our body on a cellular level, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I can go, like it can take hours for me to explain this, but yeah, of course I'll explain it briefly. Um, so first of all, let's, let's think of it like this. You know, we sit at, at our desk, um, we take care of other people, maybe you take care of your kids or your husband, your partner, whoever, mm -hmm. you take care of the house, you watch movies, Netflix, but we don't often take a moment to check in with our bodies. Mm. And we only notice it when a symptom starts to appear. Mm. So for example, you start to have headaches or chronic, or you have this like chronic back pain or neck, neck pain and you try to get a lot of massages and all of these things but it's still there it doesn't go away now these things are signs of trauma stored in the body when we experience an event we feel it you know when say say i hurt you candy i don't want to hurt you ever <laughs> but like say i do you you immediately say wow i feel hurt you know or you maybe you, i say something to you that offends you and so your chest tightens and your yeah. breath starts to become shorter and maybe your mouth um like starts to become smaller and more firm and you maybe want to beat me up you know something yeah. like that maybe you want to swear at me it is felt so um and it can get stored as you said deep in our cellular level for a while especially if we don't release it right away or if we don't receive soothing. So for example, um, as children, if we were not soothed um, by our caretakers, mm -hmm. after something happened or when we were shamed by someone, mm -hmm. um, if we were told, go to, go to your corner, go to your room, you know, right away, <laughs> like yeah. that, get this punishment, then we are left with, these feelings of overwhelm mm. and when rather we should be receiving you know some soothing of course if um you do something bad i think if you do like something bad um say you accident i mean like purposely knock over the thousand dollar crystal vase in the house and your parents get get mad i think that's normal but after that the parents need to right away to the child mm -hmm. you know and so yeah if we don't do that then these feelings of overwhelmed and that's just like a little small example right yeah. I mean when we're talking about trauma trauma could also come from that small example and you know like because I also have a background in hypnotherapy and when I do um, when I carry out the hypnotherapy sessions with my clients they most of the times that we find actually the small uh, root cause is 
like you know something like that mm. like oh my my parents forgot to pick me up or you know these little things mm. and it really can affect us and carry with us to when we are um adults yeah does that make Yeah, 1000%. And if you're listening, think of all the times that uh, you experienced some type of traumatic event happen as a child, even if it was something small, like you said, and, and how many times you continuously reinforced whatever beliefs that came out of that. And growing up, how many times that continued to show up in your life. And so yeah. people come to Natasha as adults and they're like, I don't know why I keep experiencing this particular thing over and over and over again. Or then come to find out it was something that happened when you were three or four or five. And so that's how important this work is, right? Because if we yeah. don't go in there and, and figure out what it was and, and heal it, feel it and heal it, then yeah. we're going to continue that same pattern in our life, right? Yeah. And this is actually, um, so these patterns, they are called survival patterns, right? Because, well, they're there to help us survive yeah but ultimately they arise out of um us feeling unsafe and so when we create we created these patterns um because we developed so many like defense strategies and then that turned into a habit right and but then this is actually just um are all attempts of us trying to create some sense of safety for ourselves. Mm. So this is why I think it's so important to focus on cultivating safety for ourselves. Um, of course, I think we can do it ourselves on our own, but I think at the beginning it's, it's always harder, uh, more difficult. So mm-hmm. having someone else to guide us in this process like, for example, a lot of people who experience trauma um, feel very unsafe to be in touch with their bodies. Uh, most often, the, the um, things that I always hear is that um, I feel disconnected or mm. I'm not in my body. And mm. me too, you know, when I experienced my own trauma for so long, I felt so disconnected. And... I was a dancer, you know, you would think like, oh, you know, she's a dancer. And also I was also a model. Like you would think that, oh, she's really good and into it her body, but I was not at all. I was mm. not at all because there wasn't that awareness there and there wasn't that compassion there. So, and I didn't feel safe at all with, with my body. Mm, yeah. And in, in uh, shamanism, there's this like idea that whenever something, you know, scary or frightening or traumatic happens to you, pieces of your soul leave. And there's something called a soul retrieval, right? Where you get to call mm-hmm. back those pieces of your soul. And that's really kind of like what I see go work hand in hand with the somatic work is that you get to go into that, those experiences and remember them. I've worked with clients who, you know, couldn't remember a lot of their childhood because of, you know, like you said, survival and blocking those things out, which, you know, 
I think at some point, I, I do think it's a responsibility too for everyone listening. Like this is the time you gotta heal these things, because if you're if you're living in 2020 and you're not looking into right healing your own traumas, like this is this is the result. If you look at the state of the world, right, this is the result of like human 100%. beings, yeah, not looking into this stuff and doing their own healing site if there's anything you take away from just what just this little snippet of what we've already talked about it's just like do the warrior work go into those spaces with a guide like natasha and i think it's the best thing that's ever happened to me to be able to to work with body work and understand like wow there's you know things that i've been holding on to for i don't know how many years and it's been showing up in my business or in my relationships or in my friend, you know, all these different areas. And so I know you give a couple of different, I mean, a, a wide range of tools to your clients, but I know there's a couple things that you've given that I'm really particularly interested. The first is of course, movement, body work, breath, things like that. But also uh, this idea of reparenting, which I'd love for you to talk a little bit about, because that's, I think, one of my favorite things that I've heard you teach about, specifically because I th the other day I was looking at some young baby pictures of myself and I got oh. emotional. Yeah, I got emotional looking at these photos and not really understanding why I was just looking at them like, wow, oh my God, she was such a baby, right? She didn't really know what she was about to get herself into. And, and um, I think generationally, we get to heal lots of things that just, you know, didn't, our parents didn't get to heal. And so, um, yeah. you know, if, if you could talk a little bit about that, I think that's just one of my favorite things that you teach about. Yeah, so, you know, we hear a lot about self-love, right? Mm -hmm. Self-love is ultimately reparenting. It's just in a different term. Yeah. But it's really like we now have the chance to be our own parent. Um, and, and I'm not saying like, oh, you're, I'm, I still love my mom or I still love my father, you know. It's not about forgetting about your parents, but ultimately you are your own parent mm -hmm. and listening in to what you really need like imagining that yourself like in front of you as a young girl or however you imagine um, yourself to be your reflection to be and holding that person as if how you would holding your own baby or your own daughter it doesn't have to be a baby you could also be an adult and it's just giving repenting is giving ourselves the things that we didn't have um and I'm not talking about well I wanted to get that dollhouse when I was little and I didn't I mean right. it could also be like that uh, and if that makes you so happy but I think we both can understand that maybe you didn't receive the validation that you yeah. needed right um the the appreciation uh, the comfort and 
or maybe you did, and maybe you can give it in another way. You know, what is it that you need right now that perhaps you didn't have? Mm, so yeah. to me that, and reparenting is, it is our own responsibility. Um, so like, for example, I can teach you how to reparent yourself but I don't know it as much as how you would know um, what to give yourself and how to give, because I can tell you, okay, um, you need to, we can do some self-touch, you know, these things and I can teach you how to do it. But maybe for me, it's touching like this. Maybe for you, it's in another way, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's also that work once you, no, I was gonna say, when we do the reparenting work, we also get to know ourselves more and more. And it's actually a very interesting and exciting journey. I mean, I'm on this journey and I will forever be on this journey until my last day on earth. Mm, beautiful. And let's talk about some of the body work that you do with your clients too, because I that equally is just one of my favorite things along with the reparenting uh the reparenting work was really profound for me because i didn't realize how much my inner child was resentful how much my inner child just you know had a had a a lot that she didn't get you know that she really wanted and so of course i saw that show up in in my you know adult life in so many different areas like i had mentioned and so I think that was one of my favorites, of course. And then also, then there's the body work. So let's talk a little bit about that because that's my favorite too. <laughs> yeah, so the body work, um, because a lot of the people that I work with, uh, we do the sessions online. So I teach it to to them, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, if I have some people I want to meet in person, we can do some sessions in person which can be really nice and very powerful as well. Um, But also I love to give people these tools themselves so that when I am not there with them or when when they start to feel overwhelmed by themselves in their room or something, they can, they have the resources that they can go to. So, well, there's so many like body work, (laughs) like I don't know where to begin, but my, but my favorite one is, um, there's no name for this. It's like gentle, slow, somatic movement. And I do this almost every day, almost every day. I love this so much. It's actually, um, I teach this uh, in my Releasing Emotions and Trauma from Your Body workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it's, it helps to release the and also first track track the emotions that you're feeling or the sensations that you feel in your body because sometimes you're not sure what emotions you're holding so for example a lot of the times when i do this work i don't know exactly if i am i feeling sad or am am i holding something it's not really like that because when i start asking myself that question it's in the mind, right? Mm. So then first I would just track the sensations like, oh, I'm feeling tension in my upper back. So let's move there um, using different movements. 
and I track and I follow and I use my breath as well when I'm doing the movement mm. then it starts to flow and it maybe it moves to another part of my body and then as I notice the pain or the tightness on my upper back maybe I start to notice some tingling sensation on my lower back so then I start to move my attention there you know tracking these sensations mm. and then sometimes it happens actually not sometimes most of the times I just end up like crying mm. <laughs> or or I end up just like just enjoying and being the moment as it, it really differentiates um, of what comes up but you know when it comes up really just allowing and holding those emotions to come up as I do this because I know that when that happens it is releasing and it is working mm. so this is super powerful and I this is like um, 20 minutes but I can do it sometimes in the morning for just like 15 minutes but yeah I, I love this so much um, so that's like one type of the body work which is using uh, movement and also um, breath and then when that happens sometimes when the emotions come up I can start to feel it you know kind of like boiling up and then when that happens, um, if I still feel that there's some resistance, I bring in touch, self-touch mm -hmm. to help and release what is there. And then when that happens, maybe I start crying really hard or, or I don't know, maybe something else, maybe just a deep sigh of relief, like, <sighs> like yeah. that. And this is really powerful too when you do it with yourself, right? Because you're more in tune, like, oh, wow, I never mindfully did that or like um, touched my body in that way before. Because usually we only start paying attention. I think I mentioned this at the beginning, I don't remember. That okay. <laughs> uh, we start paying attention to our bodies when we start to feel some symptoms, right? Mm. so um and and then during the sessions with other people if I do have the chance to um carry out the session in person and it's really interesting as well because me as the therapist I I um have this like connection and this like empathy that I feel what they feel mm. so then for example maybe they start doing the work and then I would touch like somewhere and then you can see the the change like how in their face or in, in their reaction yeah. and it's really interesting when this happens um for me I mean I, this is why I love my job as well or even sometimes even through online and I'm like okay and I wonder what happens if you place your fingers in your hands you know um just underneath your chest for example, as uh -huh. we're doing the work. And when this happens, there's just a certain connection, right? It's like when, for example, when you're telling me a story or I'm telling you a story and you feel and you're in the story, mm. it's exactly like that. Like I'm in the story and and yeah, it's just a super nice um, experience. <laughs> yeah. And I know you mentioned the workshop, super excited to dive into how everyone can get access to that. But before we dive into that, it's totally something I love doing to, you know, share what even got our, my guests to where they are in the first place. It's like, you know, you 
everybody sees you now as this amazing, you know, epic therapist, but I know there's a story behind why you do what you do and why you're so passionate about it even. So can you share a little bit about what makes you so passionate about this work and how you even dove into it in the first place? Yeah. Okay. So I, yeah, I'm so passionate doing this work because it's not books that got me here. You know, it's my own story. I was raped um, when I was a kid, when I was seven to eight years old. Um, I mean, that's from what I can remember. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I didn't tell anyone because the abuser threatened me. Um, and he was like, if you like, don't tell your mom, you know, just stuff like that don't remember exactly but it was a threat that I couldn't say anything and ever since that happened um this I found out like later on when I started energy energy work and this woman who like did and reads chakras and stuff um she was saying your throat chakra is blocked and it makes so much sense like because of what happened to me and I couldn't say anything um it blocked me right here my throat and I mm. it's true that I would always have problems expressing myself mm. and I would she was like asking me do you get sore throat often <laughs> so her question to ask her I was like yes I do <laughs> wow yeah and um this only started to come everything came to the surface when i was 19 to 20 years old uh, and i was living in another country abroad and i was also in a relationship at that time so everything came to the surface i mean there's never the right time right right um so when that happens uh also i grew up with a lot of um abuse at home and bullying at school all of these Uh things just very a lot of traumatic events I never really had the space to you know share right or or truly heal I was always seeking like an adult or someone like please help me but I didn't have like anyone and also there was just so much shame around it that it was difficult for me to even reach out and talk about this so all of these things led me well first um when I started my healing journey uh I went to like you know the modern traditional way psychologist and psychiatrist and then that didn't work so I went to I went back home to my country my home country and um because my parents were like come back home and stuff because they found out that I was not feeling well because I was um, hospitalized mm. because I attempted to end my life mm. when I was living ad- abroad. They were like, okay, come home. So I went back to Indonesia where I'm from mm. and uh, I went to Bali and that's when I discovered this like holistic healing modalities. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my friend was like, oh, let's start meditation, you know, all of these different things. I think at that point, I was just like, whatever, let's try it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, at this you know? point, right? Like, yeah. you know, why not? 
Yeah, exactly. I was so tired of like just yeah. surviving all the time. Yeah. I was like, okay, let's do this. And it was when I started, you know, to do all of these different work um, and not just addressing the mind because it was a lot of talking, right, in these talk therapy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the therapist would ask me, what about your uh, uh, auntie? What about your grandma? What about this? And I was just like, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about me and how I'm feeling and also just give me the tools what I can do. But that didn't happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's why I found it so, um, what is the word, like uh, catastrophic when I yeah. started these holistic healing modalities and yeah. addressing the body as well. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And also um, spiritually as well, because yeah. yes, trauma does impact us spiritually um like our energetic bodies as well so from that moment on I was like okay um I want to know more about this I want to study more about this um well from there actually I went into I went to finish my business school (laughs) my business degree (laughs) because that's the path that I thought I needed to take Right. right um from the conditioning that I mm-hmm. was brought up and I was like you need to finish your degree so I was like, okay I'm gonna finish my degree mm-hmm. um because yeah, when I we've all been there my, exactly <laughs> when I started my healing journey I was just um in the middle of my studies so I finished my business degree but in an, in another country um in Spain actually mm-hmm. and because I didn't care anymore I was, um, to because I started university in the U.S. and it was a good school, blah blah. blah. But I was like, I didn't care anymore. Even if it is not a, a good school, I just want to finish and I want to live. You know, right. I prioritized my life first. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I finished my business degree, I went into the corp- corporate world and, um, well, you know the story. Yeah, <laughs> quickly knew um, that. I think it's so powerful though because we get to those spaces and and oh my gosh um how similar our stories when it comes to that aspect of graduating yeah. and you know uh, going to school for all the right reasons right because that's what you do and that's how you become successful exactly. and then getting to that place where you work so hard to get to and realizing that uh, actually that's not where you're supposed to be and. Uh, there's something more for you and it happens to do with helping others heal in the way that you can and you will heal. And I think it's really beautiful, Natasha, to hear how your story of healing through these holistic approaches and understanding uh, that this is a lifelong journey and also that there can be so much progress made right now that you use that journey to really and just show others what is possible for themselves. And, and I think it's just beautifully coming full circle how you're now helping others heal in that 
aspect. So I know there's a couple of different ways that people listening, you know, I'm sure if you're like, whoa, at this point, Natasha's amazing. I know that's how I felt when I first heard her speak. And, uh, you know, if you're wanting to learn more about this, I know there's a couple of ways that you can work with her. Number one, Natasha, starting with your coaching, of course, because they can um, definitely work with you one-on-one, but then also you have this workshop that you created for people that kind of just want to like dive in and get started in it. And can you talk a Mm -hmm. little bit about that? About the workshop? Yeah. Yeah. So the workshop, um, it's a mini workshop, but I, just like with everything that I do, I love to give some practical tools. Yeah because I learned it as you heard from me sharing my story that that was the thing that I needed and I noticed that many people as well wanted that like they want to just you know do something like this embodiment work right Uh, so in the workshop I do explain a little bit in the beginning of um, the physiology of trauma how trauma impacts us uh, our body and also the way we think and how we experience life and then I share two uh, practical exercises somatic exercises the first one is a movement that I explained earlier um, to help uh, track and release um, emotions from your body and the second one is a trauma releasing exercise um that's also really nice and it helps to it works with the psoas muscles it's where it's our fat or flight muscle is what it is known for so when we are um you know fight or flight when we're like um Oh, how can I explain mm-hmm. this? You know what? If what fire up, fire up, I don't know why I yeah. feel like blocked. Trauma response, fear response. <laughs> exactly, yeah. trauma mm-hmm. response, fear. I well, I don't know why I was blocked. <laughs> it's okay. It's totally. Yeah. I get that way all the time because I mean, this is just such fun stuff to talk about. So we can like go to so many places with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, so um, those two, and also a journaling exercise. So this workshop. Um, it's very like simple and also those two tools you can practice every single day um, and you'll keep it with you for the rest of your life. I personally still use these exercises till today and I know that these two exercises have been um, so helpful to the, my private clients as well because I show this to them and they absolutely love it. Um, mm. One girl, one one lady said how after doing this exercise, she um, was more aware of her body that she didn't uh, like ever felt before. And she was like, I feel, I felt so sexy doing it. <laughs> she was saying that. And I was like, oh, it's beautiful. Um, but yeah, it's, it, that's just like one person's example of mm-hmm. how they responded to this exercise. But men as well have tried these exercises, you know, it's no gender, yeah. <laughs> no gender for these uh, tools. And yeah, so that's what the workshop is. Yeah, totally. And how can people get access to that? Is it on your website right now? 
Yes, it is on my website, um, A-K-K-U, holistichealth.com. Yeah, it's totally. on, I think it's on there, but if, if it's on, if it's difficult to find on there, you can find it on my, on my Instagram. It's under, in my bio, I list all of the links there and it's faster for people to just click. <laughs> cool. And we'll drop the link to it below in the, in the yeah. show notes. And Natasha, uh, where can people continue to keep up with you and continue to hear all of this amazing epic work you do and just continue to get inspired to heal? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. I am mostly there. (laughs) It's at N-A-T-H-A-S-Y-A-O-M. And yeah, slide in my DMs and send me (laughs) some messages. I would love to um, connect with everyone, all of you who are listening to this podcast. Yeah, Natasha, thank you so much for just being willing to come on here again. It's always a pleasure chatting with you. And uh, especially want to thank you for just being as vulnerable as you were today on the podcast and being willing to share your journey with others. I know people listening to this will really feel so seen just by hearing you share your story. So thank you so much for that. Yeah, thank you, Candy. And it's been a pleasure being here and sharing. If anyone has any questions, feel free to yeah, go on Instagram and send me a message. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in with me on the Words of a Warrior podcast. I am so happy you stopped by and would love to know what you took away from this conversation. If you feel so moved, please feel free to share with a friend and leave us a review on iTunes so that we can keep getting this message into the hands of the people who need it the most. Let us know what you loved, topics you want to hear more of, and your favorite words of a warrior. Until next time, keep taking back your power, following your excitement, and unapologetically living the life you were born for.